At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. We are back. Yes, it is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the sports betting network, as we roll out the new programming here on VSIN all week long and into your weekend. I am Brady Cannon, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. And Mike Pritchard will be my co host, but he is out today. But we wanted to continue the Colorado theme. Of course, Mike Pritchard, a Colorado Buffalo. So, we stay in the Mile High City. My old friend Holden Kushner is with us today. Holden, how are you, my friend? Hello, Mr. Cannon. I love Mr. Pritchard, by the way. Mike Pritchard is just such a sweet man. Like, you see him. He was a terrific football player and everything, but one of my favorite personalities over there at Feaston. And wonderful to see you, Brady. Talk to me here. What do we got going on, my friend? Well, first, I want to ask you kind of a macro question here as we head into football 2022, which will kick off on Thursday in Los Angeles. What are some of the overall storylines that you're looking forward to? Maybe some of the biggest bets that you're really confident about? Is there one team you're really high on? Maybe a team you're really down on? Is, is there one kind of overriding storyline that you're really fired up for that will get underway on Thursday? Well, how do you not get excited about Russell Wilson? I mean, yeah, this guy is turned right in your into... backyard, right? He's not the face of the NFL, but you tell me who's had more press around him this offseason than Russell Wilson. I mean, the guy's hanging out in New York at the U.S. Open watching Serena with Sierra. He has a he's got a wife that is more famous than he is. He's a legit number one quarterback. How many years have you watched the Broncos and said, 
man, this team would be really good if they had a quarterback. Well, guess what? They got a quarterback now. So I think with Russell Wilson, I'm biased here in the AFC West, but you have three legitimate powerhouses. And I know a lot of you in Vegas, like the Raiders, that secondary is going to let you down. I promise they got the third, fourth best quarterback in the division, but I would say the Broncos in the AFC West. Now, as far as players go, we always get excited about the rookies. Damian Pierce was a guy I was excited to see get drafted. I know you're going to laugh at me. That's fine. I'm excited to see the Texans offense. I'm not even kidding. Davis Mills. <laughs> you got Brandon Cooks. Terrific connection there. Uh, Brevin Jordan. Nico. The Frico. Uh, I'm all about sl this sleeping on this sleeping giant of an offense. Davis Mills fan club. There's about three of us, Brady, and I'm leading it this year. Well, Brevin Jordan uh, hails from right here in Las Vegas at Bishop Gorman High School, and uh, we knew a lot about him uh, heading into the University of Miami and now as a Houston Texan. You mentioned Russell Wilson, and that's certainly one thing I wanted to ask you about. Again, you being in the Denver area there, Holden, uh, obviously there's a lot of buzz, as you just mentioned, but do you feel that this team can live up to the very lofty expectations? What are the expectations? My expectations is 10 and 7, 11 and 6. I think their win total is 10 and a half. Is that correct? It's It's been 10. If it just went up okay. with that 10 and a half, 10, I would 10 not and feel a half. as comfortable. It's a 10 and a half. I, I am not looking, 10. but I believe it's 10 oh. or 10 and a half. Yeah, I've never seen a 10 and a half. I've seen it at 10. I would say I'm betting the over because it's on 10 because I think it's a 10 or 11 win season for them. You can also bet the number of wins that they're going to have. But I think most fans here are using logic enough to where there's a playoff team. If they don't make the playoffs, it'll be disappointing. It won't be the end of the world, but it's a playoff team. It's not a Super Bowl caliber team just quite yet. Do they have a terrific defense? I think so. Do they have holes just like every other team? Yes. Do they have an A-plus running game? Yes, they do. And now we're going to find out just how much Russell Wilson has left in the tank. Because if you talk to people from Seattle, they will tell you that the guy was toward the end of his career and that he really took a step backwards. I will say this, you know, there was a guy here, uh, Peyton Manning, his career was over. He had a neck injury. I'm not comparing Russell Wilson to Peyton Manning as far as the quarterbacks go. Peyton Manning is a top, you know, three or four quarterback of all time. But he came here, he came into a culture that worked. They got, they were very patient. They built the offense around him and it worked. Now you bring in Russell Wilson, who actually is going to like his head coach and offensive coordinator for the first time in years. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a very good team this year. And the expectations, at least for me, get to the playoffs. Tough division. Two, three teams coming out of the West. If you can win 10 games, you at least should be a wild card. And we just threw a graphic up there on the screen. The win total is nine and a half, so it has bumped up to 10. There is some pretty good juice on over nine and a half and a solid underdog if you want to take the under there. I want to move over, Holden, throughout the program today. We are going to cover each and every division in the National Football League, and I want to go to Russell Wilson's old division, the NFC West. I think a very interesting division. Of course, you have the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. You have a team that I'm very high on this year, the San Francisco 49ers, and then two teams maybe that a lot of people are really down on. The Seattle Seahawks have not looked good, and maybe a lot of problem in the camp with the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray got it started this offseason uh, during his contract negotiations. Let me get your oh, – we'll break down team by team here. Let's start with the defending champs, the Los Angeles Rams, who, of course, will kick off the season hosting the Buffalo Bills in week one. How do you think they bounce back after a Super Bowl victory? 
I mean, if you look back at the last time Sean McVay took his team to the Super Bowl, the Rams just were not a very good football team. Uh, I don't see that happening again. This time they've got a terrific quarterback in Matt Stafford, but there is a caveat with him, right? He's always played injured, but that shoulder does concern me a little bit. That being said, if you're playing fantasy football this year, daily fantasy, Allen Robinson should be your guy. It's going to be the Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson show. I think Robinson is every bit as talented, if not more talented than what they had were Robert Woods and maybe even OBJ at this point in his career. So that's offensively. Defensively, how do you argue that they don't have the best defense in the NFL? you got the best player on the defensive side and Aaron Donald. You've got Jalen Ramsey. You've got a full, full boat there. So I think the Rams, listen, do they take a step back this year? It's possible, but there's not too much of a difference between this team right now and the team that they had last year. There wasn't a monster exodus. And as a matter of fact, maybe because of the pedigree and pedigree they have, maybe they're even a little bit better this season. Ultimately, this is a team that if they don't win their division, still should win what? 11, 12, possibly 13 games. I don't know if I want to go that far. One thing I'll be looking at early in the year, though, is that run game. You know, Cam Akers came back from the Achilles very early. He had a great game, and then he did nothing, right? And, and Henderson is another guy back there. Maybe not an A-plus talent. Maybe just a, a solid running back. To me, my biggest question, what does their running game look like right now? At minus 250, I think it would be a joke to bet them to make the playoffs just because I don't bet that juice. Uh, to win the NFC at plus 450, though, how do you not count them in there? And I think you said you like the Niners, right? That, to me, is the team. Woo, I'm with you. The, the ceiling for the Niners is every bit as high as the Rams. I think the ceiling is a good word to use with San Francisco. I think Trey Lance has a very high ceiling, uh, but uh, certainly we may see some struggles out of him as well. As far as the Rams, I don't necessarily agree with you on the win total. I, I prefer yeah. the under a little bit. Uh, it's 10.5, by the way. Uh, and I just wonder if this team, if they suffer any sort of injury, because I think their team is pretty thin, and Matthew Stafford already has some issues with the elbow. You mentioned Aaron, Don Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, uh, tremendous star power at the wide receiver position with bringing in Allen Robinson. I agree with you that he is more powerful than Robert Woods. They lose their rented players that they did last year. Uh, of course, they also gained Bobby Wagner. Now, that star, that list of stars is great, but I don't think they have much past that. So if they have, if they suffer an injury or two, I think their offensive line is weaker. Of course, they lose Andrew Whitworth. Um, so I think this team is kind of walking on eggshells a little bit, hoping to stay healthy. Uh, but I would be, I didn't make the bet on the under uh, 10 and a half wins, but that would be the direction I'm leaning. San Francisco, uh, I think this team can get all the way to the Super Bowl, Holden. And it really emboldens my point there with the signing of Jimmy Garoppolo to a sweetheart deal. Uh, I think this team possibly has the best quarterback situation in the league. How long are they going to have the best quarterback situation in the league? So you think they have the best quarterback in the situation just because they have two? Well, they have two they starters, the and I think they're both pretty high-end starters. And, and you mentioned the ceiling. It's all about a ceiling for Trey Lance. Yes. I, I think he's a good enough athlete where he will do well, but he could be injured. We expect him to do some running. He'll probably have some growing pains. He's basically a rookie. But, you know, Jimmy G has basically done nothing but win for the San Francisco 49ers, taking right. them to both a Super Bowl and an NFC championship. You know what the move I really like is Sheravius Ward. Yeah. Defensively, if you like the Niners, you got to love the fact that this defense is primed. Obviously, you have Bo, uh, uh, Bosa, you've got 
Ward in the secondary, I think every bit as important as what you'll see offensively, maybe more so because when the Niners were making that run to that Super Bowl against Kansas City, that defense really turned it on, didn't they? But I'm with you on the night. I, I wouldn't say they have the best quarterback situation in the NFL. I just think that there's better, you know, how, how do you say they got a better quarterback situation than Patrick Mahomes? I, I guess what you're saying is depth, right? Sure. Depth would be the yeah, big absolutely. one. Absolutely. Because they do if, have... if number one gets hurt, number two is a number one. So Correct. Yeah. And, and listen, I've been around Kyle Shanahan. I covered the, the Washington football team before they were the football team of the commanders. Okay. I've seen what he's done with quarterbacks before. I've seen what he's done with the wide zone running game. He really is an offensive genius. Uh, and I'm with you on the Niners though. I mean, to me, they've got every good, every bit of chance of winning the West as the Rams do. And you laid it out, but I'm really high on them defensively. And then running back, put whoever you want back there, you know, whether it be Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, if you could run the ball and play defense, I know that it's all about throwing the football these days, but go look at what's happened a lot in the playoffs, a lot in the playoffs you will have the shootout games. You can run the ball and play defense. It's still a very good formula to win when it counts. The 49ers plus 150 to win the NFC West. The Los Angeles Rams at plus 130. Holding just about 20 seconds here. Real quick, a featured game out of this division. Of course, it is the season opener. The Bills visiting the Rams and the home team catching two and a half. What do you think? That whole thing has just been flipped on its head, right? The line just switched around. I I do like the Rams in this game, by the way. And I'm not going to mess with the points. I'll probably back the Rams in the money line plus 115, plus 120. Well, we are lined up there. I played the Rams in a teaser. I teased it up to eight and a half. Mm. We are just getting started here on the Pro Football Blitz. We'll come back and check out the NFC East when we return right here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner with you. I am here live at the South Point Race and Sportsbook at the tip of the strip. And my partner Holden is out in the Denver, Colorado area joining us for a little NFL talk as we dive into the NFC East. And this division has become pretty interesting in the last couple of weeks, Holden. The Dallas Cowboys were the favorite to win the division just about all offseason long. And they've had a little turmoil in their camp in the way of injury. Tyron Smith, of course, is going to be locked. If not for the whole season, maybe until December, they have had some turnover on that offensive line. And now, you know, as their stock has been declining, the Philadelphia Eagles have been on the rise and they're now co-favorites, both at plus 150 to win this division. The commanders at five to one and the New York Giants at eight to one. What are your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys? So we'll start with the Cowboys. They're, they're going to disappoint their fans again. Right. Can we just always start the Dallas Cowboys talk with you are going to be disappointed in the end? I hope Dave Ross is actually I hope Dave Ross is not listening. I hope he gets a life and actually goes out and enjoys himself <laughs> in Las Vegas. But I'm talking to you, Ross. No, it's it's going to be another uh, complete debacle at some point in time. They'll either get bounced in the first round of the playoffs or they won't even make the playoffs. Listen, Dak Prescott's a really good quarterback. Yes, Do I he think is. that yeah, he's a guy you can win a Super Bowl with. I think I that's agree. the most important thing. He's Problem the best quarterback is, in the conference, isn't he? Or not the conference, well, we might, the uh, the division, I'm sorry. Yeah, I is that saying that much though? Right. Really? Carson Wentz. But uh, it, it adds Jones. some it it certainly adds something to their team. I mean, he's that's the most important position and they have the best guy. You're right. You know what? You're 100% correct on that and I think by the end of the year we're going to find out if Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott, then I think the Eagles are going to win this division. If Dak Prescott is still better than Jalen Hurts, I hate to simplify it that much, but I, I think that's what we're going to see where the, uh, where the Cowboys are going to get going. The, the big question I have is actually offensively for the Cowboys. I love C.D. Lamb. Is C.D. Lamb ready to take the number one wide receiver job and run with it? They are so desperate, and I actually think it's a great move. They're running Tony Pollard out there in the slot. So how successful is this passing game going to be in 2022? And that's my biggest question for the Cowboys. Do you have an answer for me? Because for me, it's a big, big question mark. The biggest question mark that there is probably in the division. 
Well, C.D. Lamb ought to be able to take on that alpha role. He certainly did that in college. Now, Michael Gallup will be back eventually, uh, apparently sooner than I had thought. Uh, I had thought he was going to be out maybe four weeks or so, but I'm seeing maybe just a couple of weeks. And and I love Tony Pollard, Holden. Uh, they really should be giving him the ball more often. Ezekiel Elliott, I think, is on the downside of his career, and he's taken a lot of punishment over the years. But Tony Pollard has been very effective in that running game. I love Micah Parsons. I just just lo- I'm not a huge Dallas fan, but boy, did I like watching that guy play football. He was great. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, you know, he he's kind of boom or bust. He either picks it off or he gets burned. But, you know, it, it's hard to ignore the buzz on the Philadelphia Eagles, and, and I'm starting to buy into it a little bit. I mean, it's a real bandwagon team, but I think they're kind of backing it up with a, a lot of parts that have been added to this squad in the offseason uh, that certainly make them uh, somebody to to make you th- to you know cause concern if you're anybody else in that division, and I think anybody else in the NFC. One question I have for you that I find peculiar. Of course, they add A.J. Brown. They also grab Zach Pascal from the uh, Indianapolis Colts. They have Devontae Smith. And, and you, Renault, uh, you recall, famously, last season, they just turned the tables and they went all running game and they were extremely successful. With adding these receivers, is this telling you that maybe they're trying to get back to a passing game or are they still going to be very run heavy? So we can go back to last year. By the way, a great rundown offensively. I think Hassan Reddick, though, is probably going to be the biggest impact player. That's on the other yeah. side of the ball. But I loved what Nick Sirianni did. I think through about six or seven weeks, I looked and I said, Nick Sirianni has no business being a head coach in the National Football League. Why is this guy running an inaccurate young quarterback out there and throwing the ball 40-something times a game? It didn't make sense. I'm totally sold on that dude. When you could completely shift your philosophy in the middle of the season and make your team better, Sirianni is a guy that really stands out to me. So I think the coaching is terrific. Offensively, you asked me about Jalen Hurts. The reports right now is that he is a more accurate quarterback. And I think he's just going to be more accurate from the standpoint that he now has a number one, a bona fide number one, and Smith will be around to move up in his second year as well. The running game is the question. Is it all Jalen Hurts? Is he going to help Miles Sanders and the rest of that mediocre running group uh, rushing attack take the next step? I'm not so sure about that, Brady, but listen, there's no doubt this team between the Reddick signing, N'Kobe Dean coming in here, I think defensively is where this team has gotten so much better And I hate to say this because I don't love to jump on a bandwagon. And I wasn't there until maybe two months ago. And I started digging into this team saying, darn, they got a lot of talent. I do buy into their coach. And I think Jalen Hurts can get coached up to where he's not going to be a 60% passer anymore. You can't have that in the NFL. But if he gets somewhere in the 64, 65% range, just be an average passer. Yeah, this team should be the favorite in the division. What about the New York Giants? This one, this is a one team that has really puzzled me all offseason. I mean, there's a lot of cases I think you can make that they should be vastly improved. I thought they had a very good draft, getting Thibodeau and the offensive lineman Neal, I believe, as well. Uh, obviously, they bring in Brian Dable, who I think will be certainly an upgrade at head coach. They get a new general manager. I think they've made a lot of good moves. They've been drafting, you know, offensive linemen for what seems like a few years now. Uh, is Saquon Barkley going to? stay healthy. Uh, Certainly this is, uh, you know, fish or cut bait for Daniel Jones time, but I don't think he's the worst quarterback of all time. He turns the ball over a lot. There's that problem, but I certainly think he has potential. 
And then I have also heard people that just think this team is going to be god awful. And I think yes. that could happen too. I, I don't I don't know which way I'm headed with this team just yet. Oh, I am. I know exactly where I am. This is a this is a four or five win win team. Ooh. The Giants, yeah, the Giants are one of the worst teams in the National Football League, and I don't know why anybody would really think they're going to be better this season. Why? Because Saquon Barkley is healthy. Okay, fine. They've got a run. Uh, they get they got a rusher, a guy that runs for about two yards per carry, busts an eighty yard run. We love explosive plays, but fine. He's back. We'll see how long he's back for. But you said Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is a debacle. Daniel Jones turns the ball over as much as any quarterback in the National Football League. And yes, these guys, they did have some nice moves defensively. I like the fact that they let Logan Ryan go and Kyle Rudolph go. And that's obvious offensively. But, you know, for me, this team is going nowhere because they don't have a quarterback. Daniel Jones is not the answer. I think we've seen enough out of Daniel Jones. It was a horrible pick at the time. Gettleman put his job on the line. When he did it, he said as much. And I think that's when a lot of us looked at it and said, mm, this is not going to be a very good season for them. The only thing they got going for them is they play Washington twice, and that's about it. Uh, I'm very down on the Giants, probably for, what, about the fifth straight season? It's tough to buy into this team when you don't have a quarterback. Yeah, the NFC East, the entire division, has a pretty easy schedule. The New York Giants may be the very easiest in the NFL. Uh, let's talk about a featured game uh, that will feature the Dallas Cowboys. That will be the Sunday night football opener in week one, and they will host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a rematch from last year's season opener when the Dallas Cowboys covered the number, but Tampa Bay got the victory outright. Um, a little return the favor uh, a situation here for the Dallas Cowboys and they're catching a point and a half. I've seen it down as low as one. I think it opened at about two and a half and Holden, you were talking off air about, you know, talking more about teasers. This is actually another game where I tease the Dallas Cowboys. And I think I got a flat eight in this one. It was at two and I teased it up to eight. What are your thoughts on this one and teasing in the NFL? Yeah, I like the tease. I, I, I like that teaser right there. And I'm just looking at a whole bunch of games that we can do this. And I'll tell you why, because I still see a six and a hook for Seattle and Denver. And if you can get that, you can just go tease the Broncos down to almost a money line. They're not going to tie. So basically a money line play. And this was one of the games I was looking at too. You know, if, if you, you're laying seven and a half on the road, that's a big number, Brady. And I'm going to throw this right back at you. For me, I'm going to kind of take, uh, I was talking to humans and we had James Salinas too. I kind of in their camp where if you're giving me, if I have to lay three, three and a half points on the road, I'm usually going to stay away from that. And then if I got to lay what seven and a half, I love Tom Brady. Uh, the, the guy's the best ever. We know that, but you're telling me that teasing this thing up to what seven and a half. And I could get the Broncos at the money. I think that is a great, great play. And the other thing is I do like teasing home teams more than road teams. I do feel very confident about Denver winning this on a money line. So that is one of the games that I absolutely had circled. And I know it's not in the NFC East, uh, but you got to look at the, the Ravens as well. I'm super high on the Ravens. You could tease them down to one. You want to tease that up to where it just was. Uh, there's a lot of teasable games in week one. 
Well, let's uh, make that our pro tip for the hour, and that is teasing home teams more so than teasing teams on the road and getting through those key numbers, of course, of three and seven. That was indeed our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour here on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day, and they are available for VEASAN Pro subscribers at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. You can find all of that, the VEASAN and pro tips at vison.com slash pro tips again vison.com slash pro tips we'll go over it once again before we get out of this first hour we'll be back with more of the pro football blitz in just a moment this is the pro football blitz on vison the sports betting network Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, and we have made our way to the NFC North, a favorite of our producer, Brian Ortegas. He is a part owner of the Green Bay Packers, like many of Americans are. Uh, let's start with the Packers, Mr. Kushner. Uh, they are a pretty good-sized favorite to win this division, and I've seen a little off-season buzz, quite a bit of off-season buzz, that uh, a lot of people are putting their money on the Vikings to upset the Packers and overtake that division in 2022. The Packers have been a juggernaut since, uh, you know, before Matt LaFleur got there. But uh, since LaFleur got there, it's been incredible. Three straight seasons in a row of 13 wins. It's really unprecedented. I don't think they're going to get there again this year. Um, But, you know, there's been the typical Aaron Rodgers offseason drama and the sky is falling for a lot of Packers fans. I I think slow down. I I think this team will be fine at the end of the day. I'm with you. You know, again, I go back to running a defense. Maybe I'm just an old school guy and I love the passing games. Okay. Where I'm, I'm all about, you know, Justin Jefferson and Devonte Adams and all these guys. Well, let's get to Devonte Adams. He's gone. So uh, you've got one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the history of the league and Aaron Rodgers. you know, it's going to take him some time. I think to develop a rapport with some of these guys, including dubs, the rookie, it always seems Trust is one thing that takes a while. <laughs> I've heard so many Aaron Rodgers press conferences or just standing by his locker talking about this, how he pontificates. Listen, I need these young guys to get on the same page. I need these young guys to be able to trust them. Well, he's got some young guys. Now, he's got Alan Lazard as his number one. Is Alan Lazard a legit number one, though? Randall Cobb's getting up there in years. Sammy Watkins is another guy that just can't stay on the field. But I think ultimately when it comes down to it, and especially if they can get Tunyon back out there healthy, uh, this team is still going to win 11, 12 games. I'm with you. I don't think they get to 13 and four again, but 12 and five, 11 and six is definitely in the mix. The, the tandem of Jones and Dylan back there, they can run it down your throat. And again, defensively, people sleep on this defense, but they're a top three or four defense in their conference. There's no question about that. So let's simmer down now on the demise of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, because I, you really didn't see the Packers air it out very often with him anyways, right? Wasn't that offense based around the run and a guy that throws for an extremely high completion percentage. So it's a, it's a playoff team. Again, they should be in the mix to win the NFC. Although there are better teams there 
And at 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, I don't think it's the wildest bet in the history of the world because they got a guy there, Matt LaFleur, who's had the best start to a head coaching career that I can remember. So stop saying the Packers are dead because they lost one player on a wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers is still there. They could still run the ball. They've got an ascending defense and a hell of a head coach. I, I agree with all of that. Uh, I think their offensive line will get healthier as well. David Bakhtiari, we're not sure if he'll be back mm-hmm. in week one, but it will be before too long that we expect him back in the lineup. And certainly he's getting a little longer in the tooth, but I, I think he's still all pro caliber. Uh, and you mentioned all the names they have at wideout. Of course, they did lose Adams, but they add a couple through the draft. And you mentioned Sammy Watkins. Robert Tunyon, I think, is very important. He should be back pretty soon. When is he going to be 100%? So I mean, you just start rattling off all those names, and that's a lot of weapons, and I agree with you that they'll be just fine. They also drafted a couple of guys uh, at linebacker that I think are going to really help their run defense. And, I mean, you could possibly see this Packer offense slip a little bit this year, but I also think you're going to see their defense be much improved. The one worry I have about with Devontae Adams leaving, I think he was so good that he also made the other players around him better in the sense that they were able to get more open. You know, because the defense was so worried about him taking the top off and going to the house that Aaron Rodgers didn't have to throw into tight windows. He may have to throw into tighter windows this season. Maybe that makes him a little bit less efficient in the way of throwing a few more interceptions, but... For the most part, I'm absolutely with you, and I still think this team is going to win the NFC North. Uh, The Vikings, I think their offensive line is weak. I think they're weak in the secondary, but this offense could be really fun to watch and electric. Yes. So if we get there now, the the secondary, we talked about that. Patrick Peterson's in here. They defensively, they're going to be a debacle again. You'll agree with me on that, Brady, right? This is not a good defensive team. I don't, they, they do get a pass rusher back. I'm trying to recall his name, but I, it, it's not going to be outstanding. I, I think it's average. Yeah, I, I think it's below average. Okay, but yeah, I, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah, just you go go look back at last year. Did they really improve that much this offseason? The, the answer to that question for me is no. But you talked about the offense. The Vikings, believe it or not, I think they're going to be one of the most exciting teams in the National Football League. I still think that the Packers are the team to beat in the division, and I still think that they are going to win the division. At plus 250, though, boy, it gets a little little twinkle in my eye saying, oh, that's a nice number. I kind of like that number, but not enough for me to bet it. Uh, yes, they, their skill position players are remarkable. Justin Jefferson, I got a 20-to-1 ticket in on him to be the offensive player of the year. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, as good of a running back duo. And so you're going to find in the National Football League, offensive line should be just fine. Um, so yeah, I, I look at this Vikings team, you know what I'm going to be targeting a lot of overs. I think there's going to be a lot of overs with this team this season, Brady. I'm down on the defense, but boy, do I love that offense. What about the Detroit Lions? They have certainly been an off-season darling, and I think it's been a fun story to watch in living color on Hard Knocks. How can you not like this coach and the way he has bonded these players and and the way these guys are just 100% all in uh, on this Detroit Lions system? Now, do they have the best talent all over the field? No, but they do have some tremendous talent in certain areas. Their offensive line is outstanding. Obviously, they add a pass rusher in Aiden Hutchinson. Um, What is your take on the Detroit Detroit Lions, and are you as high on them as a lot of people are? 
Uh, first of all, I like Brockers and Hutchinson on that defensive line. Uh, I'm down with that. Now, my friend, Eric Moody, who's now, he went from my old website, 444, and he's sitting here at ESPN. So everybody heard Moody go, oh, the Lions, man, they're going to make the playoffs this year. And then you get the double down. They're on hard knocks. I did watch about five minutes of hard knocks this year, which is about four minutes more than I usually watch of it. It was a fun story. It was cool. Dan Campbell biting knees and stuff like that. But ultimately, this team is still a year away. Again, defensive line sold on it. DeAndre Swift needs to stay healthy. The weapons there, Amon Ross St. Brown. How do you how do you say that Amon Ross St. Brown is not one of the top 25 wide receivers in the league after seeing that? So I think they have some young ascending players. It'll come back to Jared Goff. I hear it. Every quarterback is great this time of year. Jared Goff has made so many improvements. He's so good now. You know, Jared Goff is what he is. He's been in this league for a while. He's a veteran quarterback mediocre veteran quarterback. So is the rest of this team going to lift him up and take him to the playoffs? For me, they're still a year away, even with the extra team going to the playoffs these days. So no, I am not betting on the Lions to get to the playoffs. Where are you sitting on? The Lions, by the way, 10 to 1 to win the division. The Vikings, like you said, around plus 250. Um, no, I, I think it'll be a very positive year for the Lions. And, mm-hmm. and I think this team, again, is going to play hard for their coach. Um, I don't think they will get above 500. I could probably see about seven wins, maybe even eight. Uh, and that'll be very successful. But I'm with you. I think they're still a year away. Uh, they don't have all the pieces just yet. Um, but I think it's going to be a successful season for the Lions, certainly much better than last year. Um, Let's talk about a game coming out of this division in week one, and that's the two teams at the top. The Packers and the Vikings will renew their rivalry right off the bat in week one. The Packers are at Minnesota laying a point and a half. It's This is a game I will not bet, Brady. It's a, a rivalry game. I don't know if you've ever been to a Packers-Vikings game. I've been to a couple of Minneapolis. First of all, the two teams hate each other. The fan bases hate each other. It's a border war, right? I'm just not messing with it. But if you ask me for a lean, how do I not go with Aaron Rodgers on the road with that defense? So slight lean to the Packers. Ultimately, I'm not touching this game. Yeah, I think I am there with you as well as far as not messing with the game. But uh, I would be on the Packers, too. And and it feels like that is a little bit square, a road favorite, you know, division game, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you know, for me, it does come down to Rodgers as well. If you look at how successful, and, and you use the word efficient, his efficiency against the Minnesota Vikings is unbelievable. I want to say it's like 50 touchdowns to six interceptions or something like that. Um, yeah. and, and Kirk <laughs> Cousins, you know, in in like week one ball games, has been really a polar opposite uh, as far as his history of uh, TD to interception ratio. Um, yeah, I think the Vikings will be a fun team to watch this year. I am not down on the Packers. I think they can win this ball game, and with a one-and-a-half point spread, that's basically all you're asking them to do. The uh, total in the game, by the way, you mentioned going over on Vikings games, 48. What do you think? Right out of the bat, you're going to go over 48? Yeah, the problem is they're facing the Packers' defense, though, aren't they? Yeah. I think the Packers slow that you. game down a little bit. So there's going to be a lot of games to get to the Vikings over, my friend. Let's settle down on week one. At least I will. You can go crazy. I think it's a great point that you bring up. The Packers' defense is something to keep an eye on this year for sure. When we come back, we dive into the NFC South, where Tom Brady resigns when we come back on the Pro Football Blitz. (laughs) 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divi- uh, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early for a discounted price of 175 or or you can receive annual receive both guides plus full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl or join us, join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. 
Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner talking NFL football as the pro football blitz rolls on here. The NFC South is where we have landed the final division to touch on here in the NFC, and the Buccaneers are a big favorite. It's come down a little bit. I believe they were as high as about minus 350 or so. Now to minus 250. The Saints at uh, a little better than 3-1. to one. The Panthers and the Falcons bringing up the rear. It, it seems Holden that uh, every division we've touched on so far is kind of a two-team race and it kind of feels that way here in the NFC South as well. Um, I'll start with the Buccaneers. My personal thought is they are not going to be as powerful as they have been the last two years. Um, They were very lucky even when they won a Super Bowl with a lot of turnovers that went their way in the playoffs. I thought they declined a little bit last year, even with all 22 starters returning, and I think there's more decline this year for Tampa Bay. So... I'm just searching through right now, looking for Tom Brady's career records, like year by year. He just doesn't lose. That's the whole thing. He's not going to miss the playoffs, right? So what are we looking at? Taking a step back, 11 and six, 11 and six to me, be a really disappointing season for Tom Brady. He's just the guy that rises to the occasion. And he might be the only guy that even the analytics dudes, the guys that are only numbers, you can't tell anything with your eyes. He might be the only guy out there that they will at least admit there's something about him that rise, that brings the whole organization up. He holds the organization to a standard and he brings them up to another level. So it's all about synergy for me here. Even if they're not the most talented Tom Brady team that we've seen, they've still got weapons. I, it, to me, offensively, a lot is going to ride on one player, Chris Godwin. Like you're going to need 75% Chris Godwin. He was his favorite target last season. See if they can get that running game going again. And we go back to the defense. Maybe a piece or two is gone, but I just come back to this. It's the easiest team to handicap every single year. If you're just betting playoffs, the bucks are going to the playoffs. They're going to win at least 11 games. Do you want to bet over their win total? That's up to you. But if you said, how many games are are they going to win this year? Holden, uh, Holden would say, I'm talking about the third person. That's wonderful. Wonderful for the television. Uh, I would say 12 and five. You know, there's another 12 win team. Brady just brings the best out of everybody. Minus 590 to make the playoffs is not worth it. Over 11 and a half to me is worth it, especially at plus money. Could they fall to an 11 and six? Yes, but I'm just not betting against Brady, my friend. Well, you know, you said 11 and six, and I think that makes a lot of sense. And I would go under. 11 and a half. Uh, I, I believe there are some markets now that have moved to a flat 11, but I would go under 11 and a half. I think 11 and six sounds very realistic. Look at their first four games. They open on the road at Dallas. You and I both like teasing Dallas there. I certainly think the Cowboys could win that one outright. Uh, then you have week two where they go uh, on the road again to New Orleans. New Orleans, we know, has their number and has for a while now. And then they go home, their home opener, for two weeks in a row, they'll be in Tampa. Bay hosting the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. They could be 0-4, Holden. Yeah, but the, the good thing is they also have four games against the Panthers and the uh, the Falcons combined. Things will work out. We always look at the schedule at the beginning of the season. It's tough for these teams. It's bad for these teams. The one thing that we are that that the whole betting community is not good at prognosticating is a bad team that gets better, right? There's always 
Who's on that really bad team that's going to step up? I don't think it's Carolina and Atlanta, by the way. But I, I, for me, looking at preseason schedules, I put a little bit of stock into it, not as much stock. Now, we do know that those first four games, I'm glad you brought them up because that's something we can legitimately handicap when you're talking about the level of play. Injuries can happen. Things can happen between now and then. But yeah, even a two and two start there would be a little disappointing. But I just don't see this team taking a step back to 10 wins. It is either 11 or 12. And if you can give me plus money on over 11 and a half, then I'm taking the bait. If you look at uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you talk about uh, some things that they have lost offensively, certainly they have lost uh, some some players across that offensive line to injury. Uh, I think Gronkowski, uh, the loss of you know his retirement, I think that is huge. I also think it's uh, a little bit underrated the the pickup of Russell Gage. I think that could be a very good security blanket for Tom Brady. Chris Godwin, you talked about. We don't know when he's coming back exactly, uh, but I just think there's a lot of parts here that uh, chinks in the armor, if you will, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that they're not going to be as powerful as they have been in the past. I do think the Panthers and the Falcons are going to be a little bit better. Now, it's easy to say that because they've added Baker Mayfield, but, you know, it, it was maybe two months ago or so when we started looking at all this stuff and everybody felt the the Panthers and the Falcons were god-awful. I think they're probably going to be a little bit better than we first thought. If you look at Marcus Mariota, the mobile quarterback situation there, it seems to be working in Atlanta. But I really can't figure out the Saints. I agree the Saints. My pick was for the Saints to finish second in the division. What do you think? Are they are they going to overtake Tampa Bay? Are they that good like a lot of people think or are they, you know, about what they think about what they were last year? I still like Tampa Bay to win this division. I still like Tom Brady to do what he does. But with that being said, I get back to defense. Maybe that's maybe this is me just caring about defense too much when there's a million illegal contact penalties called week one and all these games are going bananas. Okay. But when you can roll out Cam Jordan on one side, Demario Davis at the next level, Marshawn Lattimore, they added the honey badger, right? Yep. Their defense is going to keep in a lot of these games. Now, I don't know if Kamara is going to be gone or not. That to me is a very, very important point. Sure, running backs don't matter, but this guy matters. He's one of the most dynamic offensive pieces in the National Football League. So I think they're going to need for him to stay. <laughs> he loses six games this year. That's going to be a huge hit for them. And then the other side, that's kind of working against this for me. I've just never bought into Jameis Winston. I didn't buy into him when he was drafted. I haven't bought into him one season since. And he had, he did have one decent season, right? Uh, but he was off to a pretty good start last year too, before he yeah, got injured. Yeah. Yeah. New coaching staff here this year too, or a new coach, new head coach. I don't know how much that's going to change just because it's the same system and everything else, but I'm not a Jameis Winston guy. Do I think that if he limits the turnovers a little bit more, that this team could stay above water. Yeah, uh, nine and eight, ten and seven. They are the second best team in the division, though, as we sit right now. I agree with you. Even though I'm a little bit down on Tampa Bay, I, I don't think the Saints can overtake them this year. Uh, and I'm also with you that I think the defense will be very good. The, the offense is what worries me. You have a defensive-minded coach. He's a former defensive coordinator. And by the way, his first go-around as a head coach was a disaster with the Oakland Raiders years ago. Uh, Dennis Allen, of course, we're talking about. And, and it's not just Dennis Allen. I don't think he's necessarily going to be awful. 
But I think the loss of Sean Payton is going to be felt there in New Orleans. You've got Carmichael calling the plays now. He's never called the plays before. Sean Payton used to call the plays. And and he was the quarterback whisperer too, right? And so how is it going to go for Jameis Winston? Is Alvin Kamara going to be around? Uh, They lost uh, a a player, uh, Armstead, across the offensive line. So the the offensive side of the ball is what worries me and the coaching change, the change over there in New Orleans. Let's talk about their uh, week one game. They are a road favorite a division game here at Atlanta and they're laying five and a half points and I tell you what uh, every day that goes by I'm waiting for that line to tick up because I'm getting ready to take the Falcons I can't I don't want to take the Falcons but I'm with you man we're agreeing on a lot of stuff except for Daniel Jones I suppose but boy again a divisional game how are we backing Jameis Winston off uh, a ton of time off with a new head coach, I think, again, defensively, the Saints are going to be in every single game. They have a better quarterback situation, yes. The problem is, is that Marcus Mariota is healthy for now. So you do have a mobile quarterback, maybe not the most accurate quarterback out there, but I think you'll get mediocre quarterback play out of him. Defensively is where the Falcons are a debacle, but we're talking a divisional game, new head coach, Jameis Winston quarterback in Atlanta, uh 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 stay away. I won't even tease this thing, Brady. I'm not even teasing this game. Complete stay away spot. Let me, me ask you real quick, Holden. Um, I wonder what your school of thought is. This game is obviously five and a half. If you tease it, you go up to eleven and a half. You you go through a couple key numbers, not as strong as, you know, from a two to an eight. Do you are you still okay with a, a teaser through any number? I mean, I'm not I I don't know the last time I teased the game up from five and a half is all I can say. I like one and a half, I'll take a two and a half. But I don't remember teasing a five and a half. That's just a, that's an awkward number, isn't it, Brady? Well, I think the, you know, the numbers guys would say you're costing yourself value. We can revisit this point mm-hmm. on the other side. Uh, I, I think it certainly is interesting for betters. We'll be back in just a moment. Hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz coming up. BetMGM is here. And with a tap... You're betting with the king of sportsbooks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.